Hi, I'm Youngmi Mayer. And I'm Brian Park. And we're your hosts of Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. We explore and process our experiences with sex, dating, survival, self-worth, and everything in between. We also invite guests to talk about their own experiences, too. Some recent ones include Michelle Zahner of Japanese Breakfast, Ki Kwan... Bowen Yang, and the list goes on and on. Feeling Asian has had a pretty exciting year so far after being named a top podcast of 2021 by CNN and being featured on Apple and Spotify's homepages. We hope the podcast is creating a compassionate space for Asians, Asian Americans, and Asians in America to be themselves without feeling as if their time is a fleeting moment. Tune into Feeling Asian every Wednesday for new episodes. up y'all i'm amanda seals and listen i get it we're in some serious times so i think some of y'all forgot i'm a comic she had them jokes i mean you forgot i had a whole hbo comedy special you forgot i showed love to how black women give compliments okay polka dots and from shade to how white women move in corporate america stop cc'ing all these unnecessary people on these goddamn emails i get it we've been pooped up for a long time that's why the Amanda Seals Black Outside Again Comedy Tour is coming to a city near you. Go to amandaseals.com today and get your tickets so we can laugh and learn our way through this madness together. How black am I gonna have to get? Huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000-square-foot showroom is court-certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearanceFurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. Both of our moms are very disappointed in us, but for very different reasons. It's Mormon and the Method. If you put a Mormon and a Method together, this is what they sound like. Aaron Woodall and just read our friends. Listen to them talking to Mike. I guess I'm just going to start the podcast because Aaron is swiping on Tinder. Don't tell him that that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Why? Would you start? You didn't, you didn't say we were. I didn't even know you had headphones on. You didn't know because you're swiping on Tinder. I didn't know because I'm high and you know it. <laughs> and who makes me get high to record podcasts? You do. Um, you do. You do. You're like. Uh, I twisted your arm. Yeah. You told me you only like me when I'm high. I only like you when you're high on sativa. <laughs> and then I just found out that last night you smoked the other one. And and how did... How... My favorite thing in the world. How much did you like me, though? Uh, for the 20 minutes before you fell asleep? Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, you were pretty cool. I thought I was great at P.F. Chang's. I thought you were, I was... You were much better than our server. Oh, man. Um... I uh, I told you a joke about a bus uh, at P.F. Chang's and you fell off the, the bench uh, yeah. laughing about it. I so, think sometimes I get a contact high. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's he's not this funny. It's not possible that he's this funny. Um, Ugh. 
this was gonna be good. What no, I so, yeah. Hold on. Let me uh, uh, take my dick out of your mouth first. <laughs> Go on the rest of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> fuck off! I can't wait till your novelty wears off. Um, I like that we end every podcast by saying what the next one is gonna be, and it's never that. It's never that. I think it's a really That's good a bit thing. that we yeah. do. Uh. All right. So we are going to talk about sex, baby. I have some questions. You not? I you have. Are, I have questions. You have questions. I have answers. I, yeah, exactly. I also you have, have answers. I'm excited. I would be like, Jessa, tell what? What sex? I'm so uh, curious about where should we start? Okay, so you were a virgin when you got married. Yeah, I was a virgin in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, well, I also got married in sixth grade. So uh, yeah, no, 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 that was me. I got married. <laughs> I got married when I was twenty-two, almost twenty-three. Okay. Uh, so I don't think that's a terribly awful virginity losing point. I feel like there's there's plenty. What do you What do you think? What How much of the population? Do you I think, think has the average lost their is virgi- fifteen. You think but the average yeah, is fifteen? Yeah, you religious people. So do you think fifty percent of people have lost their virginity by fifteen? A, n- a normal That's mainstream mean, I person, guess, medium, I okay. think, is losing it by sixteen. Uh, who isn't indoctrinated or or mm. trying to hold out for? Okay. I feel I thought a lot of people waited till college. I was fourteen the first time I had sex with a guy. Mm-hmm. I started uh, having. I started fucking around with girls when I was like 11, hmm. I think. And it pretty seriously by 12 and 13. Hmm. Wait a minute. So your first sexual experiences were with girls. My first, my first, uh, yeah. So this is what happened is but I had you, a long but thing. You were with never, we're, uh, but then after that, like you, I, I had you'd been sex married with a couple women times, but like in between marriages. And, uh, but did you ever have, a relationship with a woman? I had no, not anything that ever stuck. I had kind of like, like decently lasting sexual friendships. I've had a lot of sexual friends. I think that's my comfort zone <gasps> is sexual friendships. Period. But sexual friendships. Period. That's that sounds great. Yeah, I think you should fuck your friends. I think that's to me the idea. Here's two things I don't agree with. Number one, don't fuck comics. Doesn't make any sense. Wait, to me. wait, you you don't agree with this? I don't agree with the advice. Don't fuck comics. Who gives that don't advice? Don't fuck bad comics. Don't. F- <laughs> anytime, I anytime I see a comic that I view as not as funny as me, and he he's getting laid, I'm always like, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why you saw his set? And you were impressed it, by that? Like what? Yeah, that made you want to fuck on. him. Some you people are, are just impressed pu- by the fact you get on stage. Right. Anyway, fuck Idiots. comics, fuck your friends. This is my... Here's why. So most people are like, well, sex makes things too complicated. Mm-hmm. Right? But so then what you end up doing is you have these friends that you love to hang out with, you love to talk to, and then you go fuck these awful, insufferable randos. And then you go back and you talk to your friends about it. And you have all these uncomfortable experiences. Then you're stuck with the person afterwards. And it's like, if you just fucked your friends, then you can kick it afterwards. They already, you're already comfortable around them. You're, you're just making me want to fuck Jacob and Andres. This is, <laughs> and I'm like, why don't I have sex with Jacob? 
Uh, no, uh, you should have sex with Jacob. He is adorable. I, you like Jacob so I much. I love Jacob. Uh, all right, I will. Let's <laughs> um, report back. Okay. All right. So porn. Right. I watched porn since I was since we had the internet at my house, which I don't know. How, how, I, but I watched porn for a long time. But I it was always the softest of soft core porn. Like I don't even think you could put the like core showtime? in. Like Showtime. Yeah, yeah. Like if I could just find like a like a scene from a from a from like a PG thirteen movie or something that I could watch, like that would be the best thing for me. So I I honestly like never. I don't think I ever even made, especially because I'm doing this all in secret, right? Right. I'm doing this all in secret. I don't think I ever made it past like just a woman getting undressed. So like that's like the I never watched anyone have sex, right? I I would just watch. People get undressed, and the first porn, the first porn that I ever ever looked at before we had the internet was just my mom's catalogs. My mom had Sears, <laughs> my mom had Sears catalogs and Lane Bryant and uh, and all these other things that would get sent in the mail, and I would go into the bathroom with those, and those just like women in bathing suits and underwear, right? Right. So like this is. And, and and you have to also understand that this is the most shameful thing I've ever like. I was just I was so convinced that this was so gross and disgusting just to look at just pictures of normal women sexual and desire as a fucking human yeah. being. Yeah, well, yeah. that but also just like I in my mind, this like Victoria's Secret picture is filth. is as dirty as it gets. Yeah, right. That's all I'm trying <laughs> to say is like the, this. This is gross. <laughs> what I'm doing. Right? And so, like, only after, like, this divorce and stuff, when I, I finally felt like oh, I am free to express myself sexually however I want, I'm not going to, I don't have anything to feel sorry for. Only then did I start watching, like, actual porn. And, oh, there's a whole lot there. I love to climb in people's heads about sex because it's so, and I love that we are now in an age where everyone is, not everyone, but everyone I'm exposed to is freely talking about it well do you think we are i don't know I, we're definitely talking about sex more than we used to i still feel like i am getting in trouble all right so this has always happened to me uh, growing up mormon and, and super sheltered i i have no gradient i have no i'm either like i go zero to or 100 i don't not zero to 100 i'm either at zero or at 100 <laughs> i don't have any in between so like i would hang out with my parent with my friend's parents and i didn't realize like i was just like oh, well they're not mormons so then you can say anything in front of them okay and i would be like i was just telling the, i was telling the story about how at at my high school in ninth grade i saw we there was this guy getting a blowjob in the stairwell and uh you told the story to your friend's parents <laughs> are you kidding me i thought that i thought that mrs romani would be cool with it <laughs> but roxana looked at me like what the fuck <laughs> and this is not the only story that I, I feel like i did this a lot to all my friend's parents and all my friends are like, uh, would get upset with me. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I 
feel like I still get in trouble. Wait, I don't know what the line is where I feel like, okay, today it's 2018. Everyone's talking about sex, right? So then I talk about stuff really openly and then I get comments after shows and stuff where people are like, oh, wow, it's really, it's really crazy to see someone just speak so openly and honestly about sex. And I was like, oh, I thought I was trying to catch up to everyone. Like I thought I, like I, I, I didn't know I was touching on subjects that were still taboo. I thought everyone did this already. So God, I, it's so fascinating to like come into uh, to to see an adult come into society with their perception of what society right because in religion it's just painted as Sodom and Gomorrah out here. Yep. And yep. Uh, you come in and you're just like, "Where's the orgies?" It's, Do you know what the no. Mormons call it? Hmm. They call it the world. Like they, yeah, Christians do that the, too. The world, the worldly. Like yep. you should, you should be in the world, world not, not of, of the world. world yeah, right. That's, and uh, and it's just so weird now to be on the outside of it and to think even on the inside we were calling it the world. Yeah, <laughs> and we thought it was bad, and we were like, we all we are. You're like, yeah, it's the fucking world. It's the whole world. Go see it. Yeah. Go look at it. Go be a part of it. But instead, we were, I was just very proud to not be of the world. Mm-hmm. What a dummy. I yeah. want to be of the world. I want to know the whole world. I want to know what everyone's doing and saying and thinking. I told blowjob stories of people's, God, that's so <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> Um, I freely talk about sex and I, I get almost everyone to freely talk about sex just because it's my uh... forte. Yeah, I get people to freely talk about everything. But you said that with such a mischievous look in your eye. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oops. Um, right, what's your, what do you mean? You because people... I'm so open. I'm so free and open that people feel comfortable being free and open mm. with me, I think. Gotcha. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I feel like I do that as well. It's just I've never talking to people about sex, I guess. Anyway, sorry. Well, and Go I on. don't embarrass easy, so I will just freely talk about stuff that a lot of people are ashamed of. Mm. And then people are like, oh, well, then I can talk about my tiny little vanilla thing here because you just said all of this horrific shit <laughs> within <laughs> a five-minute span of time. Uh, I want to talk about since you got... Since you got divorced. All right. So my entire life, this is why I said I wanted to have questions for you. Because I I had I had sex starting at 22 until 30 or something with just this one person. And I had no idea how bad we were at sex until I started having sex with other people. Like, I thought what we were having, I was like, this is sex. This is what it is. Because <laughs> you have nothing to compare it to. Right. Especially when you can't like even get to the part in the porn where they start having sex. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to compare. You guys, it you guys are just getting undressed <laughs> and then taking showers. <laughs> that was great. How's that for you? Good. We're just like we just have like these tools we don't know what to do with them, so we're just like taking lube and just like rubbing it on ourselves, just just like oiling up. And then we just we're just like stand, I'm just standing completely naked, looking at each other while only touching ourselves with lubricant. And then we take a shower afterwards, and we're like, we're having a lot of trouble getting pregnant. <laughs> I guess we'll wait. We'll wait for the Lord's time. Uh, 
Uh, but truly, though, uh, so Mormons do not talk about sex. I remember, like, like I got a sort of a sex talk. Uh, a no, I got one <laughs> sex talk when I was 22. Like right before I got married, my dad talked to me about it, and oh my god, How oh my that? god, I totally forgot this until just now. Why don't I have any jokes about this yet? My dad, oh, I, my poor, my poor parents. My dad, the only advice I remember him giving me was talking about how I was gonna want to have sex more than my wife was gonna want to have sex. <laughs> He was just like so sad about it. <laughs> he was just like, listen, this is what life is, all right? Listen. Uh you were a boy, but now you're a man. It's time for you to know how just <laughs> how fucking disappointing this is. Listen, gonna you're gonna want to have sex, but she's not gonna want to have sex, okay? I don't oh think he ever God. said the word sex, by the way. I'm putting uh, a particular word into his mouth. I feel like he just said, he just like kind of mumbled and shrugged his <laughs> shoulders instead of, I used that as a placeholder. You know, you're going to want to, but she's not going to want to. <laughs> and then he also said, and this, so at first I felt like this part of the conversation, I feel very bad for my dad. He's clearly like never gotten to have enough sex in his life. Uh-huh. And then I start to feel bad for my mom when he's just like, you know, women just don't like sex. All right. <laughs> they just don't like it. It's not, it's not good for them. It's not fun for them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so, I mean, don't, you can't blame them for not wanting yeah, to do you it. You guys are not of the world. <laughs> That's and I was just like, oh, my God. All right, first of all, my dad has been horny his entire life and, like, never gotten to do anything about it. And then my mom also probably horny her entire life and never got to do anything about it. Like, Noah, it's never been good for her. And I feel like me and my ex, we recreated those steps where, like, uh, she never really wanted to have sex. I always did. And it was never good. I don't think... <laughs> I think in like seven, eight years, however long we were together, I think uh, she probably came twice. And yeah, it sucked. It was bad. We just like would do like one or two basic positions and that was it. Never oral. Never oral. Ever. She never let me go down on her. Wow. I wanted to. Uh, So like as soon as I got out, uh, like when I started getting on Tinder... I was like, hey, listen, I don't want to have sex tonight. Do you mind if I just, like, eat you out for a while? (laughs) Oh, that sounds horrible. uh, Like, hey, I just want to – you want to make out, and then I'll eat you out afterwards? Like, I just – I'm on my learner's permit, and I'm trying to put in all my hours. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, yeah, real, real inexperienced with sex until a couple years ago when I started, and then I – I've started on this worldly journey and I mean, just immediately knew that things had been wrong before. It's like, Oh wow. This is way, yeah. way better. When can we talk about how big my penis is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't weaved it in. You had a perfect opportunity with how sex was bad. Yes. So that's exactly what I was going to get to. So, all right. So I have come to learn and and believe because at the beginning I didn't believe it but I I have a I have a 
it's not the biggest dick you've ever seen okay but That's, it's a it's a pretty it's a it's and then so the, and that was like good news and to how find fucking out. weird to get to 30 without knowing you have a big dick so weird it changed my life i am taller now <laughs> i'm i'm much taller now like i used to like slouch around I walk into rooms. I mean, all right. So I was boxing the other day, and I was wearing these tight little sweat shorts, and I didn't wear underwear because I don't like wearing underwear to gym and boxing and stuff. It just gets like up in my butt, and it gets nasty and gross, and it just won't do it. But these tight sweat shorts, I had a very nice bulge, and I was just like, I was so goddamn confident at the gym, and I was like, this is how this is how sexy people feel. They don't need, they don't, they just this quiet confidence. You're like, I don't have to impress let anyone. Let my dick do the talking. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's really is a, it's a, a life changing uh, experience. It's beautiful. I compare it to finding out like you had a, a winning uh, lottery ticket <laughs> just in your pants. <laughs> Just in your pants pocket for 30 years, and then like one day you pull it out, and someone's like, you know, that's a winning lotto ticket, yeah, right? you know you have a like, big dick. And they're like, nah, this? Nah, that's got to be off by a couple of numbers. And they're like, no, that's a that's a jackpot winner right there. And you're like, that's not, that's not like, How that's exciting right for you. Listen, it is great. It is exciting. But I was married to a small woman. And someone had to like put the the pieces together for me and like spell it out for me before I realized it. And they were like, "Like, is your wife okay?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, uh, if she was having sex with you, I would just like, is she all right?" And I was like, "Again, what do you mean? What are you? Uh, are you insulting me? What's happening right now?" Uh, but now I wonder if like. If you had she, a smaller dick, would you guys still, still be together? Be married. You bet. I wonder that. You bet. I don't think I'm no long. I don't think I'm any longer in a place where I would trade. There absolutely was a time where I'd be like, I would trade this, this cursed penis <laughs> <laughs> to have the love of my life back. Absolutely, I would have. Not anymore. I feel like I'd rather have this. Uh, <laughs> now that I, I'm learning how to use it and stuff, it's a. Uh, it's getting much better. 5 p.m. emails from your boss, surprise visits from in-laws, missing soccer cleats. Lucky California knows it's easy to get thrown off schedule. Let us help you out with home delivery powered by Instacart. You can get groceries delivered in as fast as one hour, including fresh produce and fresh baked bakery items. Right now, you can save $10 when you spend $50 using promo code LUCKYCA10. Place your order at shop.luckysupermarkets.com. Lucky California, the golden state of eating. But like, I used to think that she just hated sex. I was like, she just hates it because like my father taught me, women wow. hate yeah. sex. Uh, Maybe your dad has a big ass dick too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, damn it. He absolutely. Ha- re- All right. Uh, so your parents and- are never going to listen to this even met them in person yet no like oh my god that's all i'm gonna be thinking is about your dad's giant don't think about (laughs) but he definitely has to i haven't i've never thought about it but of course he does he's because like just like stature wise he's way bigger than me and people yeah and so I, need, I, I this is another reason why I like slouched and I thought that I was small my whole life is because I grew up around uh, other giants 
And because compared when I stand next to my dad, I look little. And uh, then it's always so weird for me when people are like, Aaron, you're so tall. You're so big. But uh, so, yeah, my dad. <laughs> Sorry, I just started thinking about how I used to always go like when I would just like brush off these compliments people would give me. And they'd be like, you're so tall. And I'm like, I'm not that tall. You should see my dad. <laughs> and they're like, Aaron, your hands are so large. I'm like, ah, these are like pretty skinny. My dad's hands are like, uh, they're like giant baseball mitts. And then I'm just thinking about uh, a next time a girl, a next time a girl's like, your dick is so big. I'm like, ah, you should see my dad's. It's, this is pretty tiny compared uh, to him. didn't even like sex. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, the thing that they that we would just say about the divorce was like, listen, we're just not right for each other, you know. Uh, this we're, this isn't good for either of us. We should just get divorced, you know. We need pe- we need different people, but really, what she needed was some tiny little midget dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was fucking. I this makes me feel so much better about her current boyfriend. <laughs> I think I'm just like, oh man, you know what, you guys, yeah, just more, yeah, it's just a good match for each other. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, you're just, you're, you're a little, you're more, a little bit more free, free of a free spirit. I think she, I think, uh, you know, she needs that, and uh, yeah, your dick is is ridiculously small. So <laughs> that. I'm just I'm just happy she's found someone that makes her as happy as you do. Oh fuck! All right. Well, so speaking of your dick, what? What? I want to talk about how you don't come. All right. Now listen. You just got on. You just. Uh, all right. Fine. We can do it. You really do get people to talk about whatever. Yeah. This is fascinating to me um i don't know it feels it was easier to talk to you about it when we weren't recording a podcast uh, of it but uh uh, now that you're just gonna throw this out there you want me to i'll you want me to tell it why would you tell it (laughs) so i don't come there you go that's it that's the whole story with other women i don't yes okay you're right so that's a huge part of the story i left out yeah um since my ex-wife i cannot come with other women i can still make myself come through masturbation (laughs) but uh, even then it can take a while there i get i'll just jump into it then there are several factors uh, i believe are involved okay um and i think that they all combined i don't think there's any one answer all right number one I started taking depression meds for the first time in my life with known sexual side effects. Okay. So, Hold on now. Stop. So I want to I want to break these down. You started taking those right before she left. Yeah. Did you guys bang before she left? Yeah. Well, it takes like six weeks for things to get into your system or whatever. So, okay, yes. So we definitely because we had sex that you one. You had last, the breakup sex. We had breakup where sex. You definitely came. I definitely came. Don't uh, get sad. All right. Oh, man. Moving. <laughs> Wait, did I even tell the extra sad part of that story? Where so, you thought that you were going to, that you had fixed the relationship? No, there's a, yeah, yeah. So there's that, there's that sex. We had sex one more time after that. Uh, uh, you've told me the story. I don't think you've told it on the podcast. All right. Well, here we go. I'm already talking about everything else. I don't tell it because it's, it's just so pathetic. But the, we spent the whole next day dry. So we wake up the next day after space sex and I thought it was fixed sex. And she was like, we're, I'm leaving on Wednesday. 
And then we have to drive all the way back to my parents' house in Boise, and I just cry the entire time. It's a long drive from Spokane to Boise, and I'm just crying and pulling over the car and crying and crying. And then we get to, like, McCall, Idaho, and I ask her if we could please just have sex one more time. And we pulled over and, like, walked into these woods uh, off of the... McCall's a pretty place, and... We like brought a blanket and we had sex outdoors for the very first time. It was the fir- it was the kinkiest. It was I think it was the first kinky thing we ever did in our entire uh, sexual history. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was so dangerous and so and so awesome. And once again, like I'm filled with this like hope where I'm like, look at it, like. We have more to go. Yeah. Look at we've just gotten started. You know, yeah. like there's oh. so many more experiences that we are gonna get to have. But then, yeah. Uh, All right. I no, I just don't know. I just I want to I want to be as honest as possible on this podcast. I don't care. I uh, I had I kept those panties that she w- that she took off in the woods for a while after she left. Like uh, I had those panties in my drawer for a bit. Like I hid them. Uh, from her so like rather than like like I think it t- like I, like rather than put him in the laundry or something I just like kept him or whatever and I would uh, look longingly at these dirty panties I'm like <laughs> this was the last time I <laughs> had sex with my wife and it was like the last time I had come came with a, a girl yeah I I did I didn't keep them for very long I did I did get rid of them and and then started to feel like Aaron that's a really pathetic story you should uh, never no, share I've heard anyone so many guys breakup stories involve that where they just beg them where they to... keep panties oh where they keep panties yeah. okay also tell me that a lot of people break down and beg their girlfriend for one more time uh, I think that that's pretty everyone just... has that once yes okay thank you all right good I just told you the other day uh, I admitted that uh, there was a there was a time in my life where I chased someone and begged them. That is true. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so I, ever, that was the last time that I uh, came with somebody. And after that point, I feel like depression meds kick in. Okay. They have sexual side effects. I know that, part, that it's partly to blame on the medicine because when I'm masturbating myself, there are times where I'm like, like it just, it, it never comes. Where right. like, I'll get to the point where like I'm about to come, like I feel like this is like I can tell, I'm like here it comes, and it doesn't, and then and then my libido just drops, and it just like as if I had come, yeah, uh, even though I didn't, and then like uh, yeah, this is fascinating. Have like, you have like a refractory period. I have to like wait, and then like find some more porn to watch, and then start up again, and then like see if I can. And get then it it's to... like that when you're fucking with women too. Yes, that's but. So it it is not just the the pills. I absolutely think that there's a mental component to it because while there are times like that by myself, mo- a lot of the times I can just I can just make myself come really fast, like not a big deal, right? And I and I know that like getting my heart broken and like, which is also all of my sexual experiences were with one person. So everything was like would remind me of that person, you know, right. and it was impossible to keep her out of my head. 
Like, because everything... So in the beginning, it just triggered thoughts of her. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I... Cr- I uh, <laughs> there's so many sad stories <laughs> in one podcast. I hope people are laughing at these. I really do. All right. So uh, I had sex with this one woman that came to a show of mine. And uh, first of all, her, her breath was terrible. <laughs> uh, it was just really, really, really bad. Like, it's, like, it, like it smelled like poop. Like yeah, yeah, no, like I knew like old Italian people like okay, from my mission hold on. whose breath I am, smelled like poop. I am deathly afraid of breath and spit. Like they're two like hangups. Is that my... why you're constantly chomping <laughs> yes. on icebreakers' breath? I don't mints? even the idea of my own breath and spit gross me out. So I don't even kiss. I don't let anyone kiss me. What I, do you mean? Like if I'm fucking, I won't. The kissing's not part of it. Oh okay. I'm a. Uh, I'm afraid. Just the idea of. Spit and I remember, breath. I remember this guy Jason Hawkins from high school. We were on this on that improv team that I told you about, and I remember him talking to Kelly about this uh, about hooking up with this girl, and uh, and she was like, "So did you guys?" And so Kelly, like, he's telling the story, and Kelly's like, "So did you guys uh, make out?" And he's like, "Ugh, uh, no, I just fucked her. I didn't kiss her." Yeah, no. Uh, I don't know if that's like because when my teeth were fucked up for so long, that's just like a thing. Uh, I can't remember. I think I like I liked making out when I was younger, but now it's just oh, it's wait. also very intimate. <laughs> I I uh I just realized that Jason re- just came out as gay recently, and oh, that puts that story in a whole new it. perspective. Every guy I ever uh, liked that rejected me. I was gay. It came out gay as when we were older. For real? Yeah. Or is that just something? De- that no, you d- dead serious. <laughs> okay. Like. So you're still batting a thousand? Is I'm that still you're batting you're like, a you're thousand. Like, yeah. You're not going to count any of those? I don't have to count any of those. Like through, all, like, but I have a type and it's gay dudes. <laughs> mm. uh, all through like junior high and what little bit of high school. Is that why you always make me get high for the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> so I do. <laughs> like, uh <laughs> Because I am sitting, I don't, like I, I I get high and then suddenly I'm like, you know, I should fuck Jacob and Andres. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fully in support and of you're that. You're loving it. Oh, sometimes I do worry your mind controlling me. I probably am. Oh. Um. All right. So there's the emotional aspect. Okay. Oh yeah. So basically, I went to this woman's house and I started thinking about my ex-wife in the middle of sex, and I had to fight back tears. And I completely lost my erection. <laughs> I just got soft and just was like crying. And I was like, all right. Well, like, <laughs> oh, just, that's it for me. <laughs> well, I had a lovely evening. <laughs> I'm going to leave you here with your toothbrush. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I cried from the time I lost my virginity to the time I got married. With the exception of one dude, I cried. The whole what? You just cried? I I would as soon as I started having sex. Oh, I would. I thought start you crying. lost your virginity and you just cried until the day you got married or That's something. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't know. Maybe less pot, just slightly less pot. Okay. All right. Okay. You so cried. Just as soon as we would get to that point, I think I felt pressured. I felt obligated to fuck everybody. And like if dudes were trying to fuck me, it just in my head, I always thought, well, this would just be easier if I just f- fuck my way out of this situation. Uh-huh. 
And then as soon as they would start doing it, I would be so fucking disgusted by the experience that I would start crying. The, and then they would stop. Then I get married. Uh-huh. Great sex. Okay. Great sex in that marriage. That was like the only thing holding us together. Um, oh, man. Yeah. What's that like? Quite, quite the different. But see, Christians are different apparently than uh mormons in this because once you're married they're like go there's a uh scripture the marriage bed is undefiled it's all about do whatever the fuck you want what once verse you're married. is that mormons don't have that one i feel like they cut that yeah. one out yeah so it was, it was in the song of solomon do whatever you want in um when you're married as christians so we were wild yeah and, well, i mean just imagine you're 16 and 18 and you get and to married. be married and just some one tree hill all we shit. did was fuck and um fucking fight which is yeah there should have been way more sex on one tree hill but go ahead yeah uh i never watched that show but god you have a lot of references to it and then <laughs> we split up <laughs> i just can't believe how many one tree hill callbacks how many have i had a lot a lot yeah I just thought maybe you should know I never watched the WB or whatever the fuck is CW. No, it was the WB back then. All right. Yeah. It's definitely. What about w. Buffy? Did you watch Buffy? Buffy was on UPN, wasn't it? Was it on? No, that maybe was CW. the the re, the or serialized the, the serialized Buffy was on UPN. So then, uh, <laughs> then I, mean, I went. I think I have like power dynamics are a huge thing in sex for me so i don't like just regular sex i'm uh -huh. completely disinterested in it so if it's not some kind of like if it doesn't feel bad it's not doing some kind of psychological thing to both people it just feels like slapping bodies together which gets super abstract in my mind that's why i can't watch porn you don't watch porn at I all i don't watch porn so I'm on the road as a comedian. I'm like 22 years old and I would just sneak guys. We did all the triple gigs back then were in hotels. They were in like double trees. Oh, we're going to do a double tree. Uh, <laughs> you need to check in uh, to the hotel no later than 4 p.m. If you're going to be later than 4 p.m., you need to call the venue and let them know that uh, you're going to. They were red lions back then, and I would... Oh, of course they're red lions. The, the one in Ri in Richland that I'm doing in May is a red lion. Is this a red lions? Yeah, yeah this man. This is a whole run of red lions. So I would... And I'm like, I'm college age, right? But I've been married, and so... And had a kid. So I had this, like, weird kind of angle in comedy where I could relate to kind of the older people and the younger people. You, got, you, you see when you when you <laughs> Uh, you younger, you younger, you younger comics. Uh, that's an excellent point. I had not considered that. I'm only performing for you and me right now. Uh, it's just only. That's what the guy who books the show sounds like. Is, um, <laughs> is she, she going to be? Is she going to be able to relate to older crowds? Uh, anyway, so I would sneak guys back to my uh, hotel room without anyone seeing me telling them to come back and then i would suck their dicks and then not talk to them and then kick them out of my room and i just thought that was so awesome like it was so entertaining to me to 
you know, because they try to talk to you. Like, as you're walking back to the room, they're trying to, like, small talk you, and I wouldn't talk to them. And then I just push them up against the wall and, like, rip their pants off and blow them and then kick them out. And then not talk to them when I got back to the bar. And then you could tell they're trying to convince their friends that I, the, the funny, uh, cute comedian just sucked their dick. And <gasps> and, you could, and I would just look at them, like, like I not acknowledge them at all. And I just, like, that kind of stuff is so hot to me. Just <gasps> fucking with people's heads. Oh, that's heads. funny for sure. So I that was a great year. That was a fun year of uh, all kinds of crazy sex, like group sex. What? Which I love. And then... When you say group sex. Yeah. Just like how many of us want to come in here and fuck each other right now? Oh my God. What year was this? This is late 90s. Oh, what a beautiful time to be alive. It was. I feel like it's still a beautiful time to be alive. I just... Uh, I'm just now... I've had one one bad tinder hookup oh yeah when we were in uh when we were in phoenix when we were in phoenix and you went to hang out with your friends for the night so we the first your first night on tinder was uh in arizona and i was like i ne- i don't get to teach you much you teach me everything you're the one who's experienced and this was like the one thing that i had yeah. done before you and i was excited about to walk you through making your first profile and everything and it was fun until you got like super liked 40 times in an hour just boom yeah. boom, boom i hadn't boom, even boom. we hadn't even set up we i signed up yeah she had the I, shitty pictures phone. The, the the pictures that Facebook automatically assigns. Yeah, which were all just like littered because uh, I was going through a phase where I thought those uh, frames were hilarious. And so it's all just cut off pictures with those awful Facebook frames that say like, I'm not a juggalo. It's a lifestyle or whatever. <laughs> she's, just getting, she's just getting liked left and right. Well, not left. She's been getting liked right and right. <laughs> Uh yeah, we were on we were on the road, and then you were gonna go uh, hang out, uh, and so I was like, I'm gonna do this all the way. I'm gonna get the full Tinder experience, and so I didn't even try. Just the first dude that had like decent pictures. I barely talked to him. Made plans for him to come over, and the second I got to the lobby, for um. To, uh, of the hotel uh, I immediately didn't like him like I could tell immediately I don't want to do this oh. and uh, but I was like didn't know the etiquette there mm-hmm. and so I was just that's the part I don't like about uh, now I know like idiot don't just meet someone at your hotel go meet him at a bar or something but I just had it in my head that I'm just going to fuck this dude from Tinder it's going to be hilarious uh-huh. and so uh, which I think is not the point uh, you are still old Jessa. Like, <laughs> my, very... uh, my friends would think it would be so funny if I um, blew this dude. Oh, because we had recorded a Tinder podcast that day yeah. that sucked, and so we didn't do anything with it. But uh, we were going to do a follow-up the next day, and I just thought it would be cool to like just fuck have someone off of Tinder and have the story. Um, so I guess here's that. <laughs> uh, he comes back, and we have small talk, which I hate. And then uh, he leans in for a kiss. I love the small talk. And uh, I don't like kissing. And, uh, I love the kissing. Yeah, you're good at all these things, <laughs> right? I'm not good at any of these things. And so he leans in for the kiss, and I was like, just come here. And I uh, brought him in the room, and I just pulled his pants down and tried to blow him. And then I was just like, I'll just blow him and hopefully be done. 
and uh, they didn't. He was terrified. I scared the shit out of him. He had a gigantic dick, but I scared. And the, did it get? <laughs> he was well. I'm aggressive anyway, but like I'm a, like more aggressive when I'm thinking like I'm just gonna blow my way out of this situation. <laughs> And um, yeah, it got it got real fucking awkward. And then I made it as uncomfortable as possible, uh, just being like, "Come on, you know." And then he was just like, "I'm sorry, I don't like because he couldn't stay hard." And then I was like, "Yeah, not a problem. All right, well, talk to you later." And then he was like, "I just, uh, I this doesn't usually." Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't get, I don't care at all. Uh, come on, it's cool. It's way cool." And then. Um, <laughs> You have no idea how. All right, bye bye. And then he messaged me afterwards and was like, "I'm like that's never happened before, but I'm just, uh, I'm just usually used to like taking my time, which none of this is. There are things that guys say that are not appealing to me at all, and it's stuff like I wanted to take my time, or I want. I tried to get a guy to fuck me in a car for another prank. I was trying to pull recently. I am someone's pulling, mother. Pulling a prank. Uh, I was trying to fuck someone in a parking lot for a joke and uh, <laughs> uh, and I couldn't get a fucking 25 year old to bang me in a car because he was like, I just want the first time between us to be special. So I unmatched him because you you're barking up the wrong tree. Uh... Anyway, so the guy leaves and he messages Fuck me and is like, chat. "I'm sorry. I think I was just intimidated. Like, I j I like to I like to take my time." And I was like, "It's whatever." And then he said, "Uh, you are really sexy though, and you were delicious." And I was like, mm. "And then so I unmatched him. Delicious. Uh, delicious. Oh God, there are some words that I can't handle either that we've I think we've uh -huh. covered in past podcasts. So that's the only person I the only man." I've even yeah, I was met. about to say Beth. Yeah. Uh, Beth yeah. has made all the bullshit on Tinder. Uh, Beth has made uh, worth it. Ever, like, I don't, I've never met any. Yeah. She made fun of me so hard in the initial conversation that for the very first time I felt like I'm not the funny one here. Uh, like I like the. Should I just be being me? I should be meaner on Tinder? Does you think this I don't know. I don't lighting? know how people read your messages and don't just. I would immediately engage with someone like you. Oh. Thank you. I know, that might and then and then I would come over and you'd give me the most aggressive blowjob and I would <laughs> I'd, I'd lose my erection immediately <laughs> and be like, I just wanted it to be special. <laughs> Maybe you're looking for <laughs> Oh man. You need to then uh, say yes to the bro who's like, hey, Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. How's your day? I end up for as uh, big of a slut as I uh, am, and I'm fine being. I just. Okay, so my. I feel like I want to play my first. My man. I mean, I don't. My very, very first Tinder, whatever. The first time I got, it was like, I don't know, within the first week. So this isn't the very first time. I apologize that it's not the exact same as your story. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> um, I had made cupcakes with Ethan that day. And we had cupcakes. And I had, excuse me, I had uh, the first bottle of alcohol I'd ever bought for myself. It was a, a bottle of Captain Morgan that I got from the liquor store uh, 
like that day or the day before. I had never even been in a liquor store before then. This is the first bottle of alcohol I bought for myself. Oh, this is the punching yourself in the face bottle. Yeah, same bottle, the second different half. day. Yeah, okay, second this half. This is the first half while, while drinking was still fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I had just joined Tinder and was had been experimenting with bios ever since uh, my ex told me that mine was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i uh was thinking about like rather than saying who i am as a person i want a bio that explains what i'm doing right now like tonight rather than like who you'll be hanging out with this is what you will be doing right, right. so it'd be like a bio that would change every weekend or something and i would want to be specific and i'm just drinking more and thinking this is such a good idea so i just described what i was doing in my bio which was hey I'm just getting drunk, eating cupcakes, and dancing to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Are you getting in on this or nah? <laughs> and then I took six pictures of myself, drunk <laughs> selfies. <laughs> where my, my cheeks are red. Like, I look so drunk. I just took I just took these pictures of myself while holding up like the bottle of Captain Morgan <laughs> and then holding up a cupcake platter and and like I just all like six of these pictures I'm like bite my shirt in an unsexy oh way in God. one of them just like trying to do like a boudoir cupcake shoot <laughs> and um I got a bunch of matches that really night. oh yeah people were into it and but I just kept being like come over <laughs> come over and uh someone did wow my first my first tinder match that uh came over uh was off of the cupcakes bio and it's also the first time that might be still the only time i've thrown up from alcohol i gotta think i've thrown up from weed uh but i that was my first and maybe only time ever puking from alcohol wow. she came over and i was so pumped and I was feeling great. And I've drunk half a bottle of Captain Morgan by myself. And like she sits down on my couch and I sit down and I go, would you excuse me? <laughs> and I go into the bathroom and just puke. <laughs> just, <laughs> Cupcakes. And then I just got up and I just washed off and I brushed my teeth and I rallied like a champ. And I got to third base with that girl. So, Wow. Uh, what is pretty, third base? I don't know the bases. We just did some finger stuff. Oh. Just put some finger stuff and some some other stuff. You know nice. I mean? Yeah. What's up? Uh, one time I was I was uh, high and I was talking to my friend Andrew uh, about what had happened on this uh, previous Tinder hookup, and I for I didn't I was like trying to be polite and I was trying to think of a of a polite way to say like I finger banged this chick like it mm -hmm. just sounded so crass to say this is the very beginning right and yeah. I just and, I, uh, and I'm like oh don't say finger bang and but remember I'm I'm high so <laughs> my my solution my less vulgar sol uh synonym for finger bang was I just made the fingers with like I I folded down my index and pointed finger <laughs> And and then I and then I like did this motion with my other two fingers. <laughs> I did this. I was like I was like you know we just uh, I mean we didn't have sex. I just uh, <laughs> and then I just started laughing so hard I cried. <laughs> 
once again, this is the beginning. This is one of the first times I ever got high. And I just like was like, oh, you know, I just um, uh, not to be uh, vulgar or anything, but we and I'm like twist, then like twist her nipples in the air, like like it's sticking to my tongue. You know, you know how it goes, Andrew. But to answer your question, oh, women women made me feel weird about not coming. Also, I've had tr- I've had problems before where, not, where I've had problems before where uh, of staying hard. But I th- then I learned things about like whiskey dick. I didn't know that that was a thing oh. for the first like several God, times that it happened so to me. Funny. I was just like, God, these these medicines are getting worse. They're getting worse <laughs> side effects now. It's almost and worse than shit. And then and then Abby Rosenquist tells a joke, and I hear people laugh. I learned so many things by just how other people laugh. I feel like <laughs> I learned so much from watching The Simpsons as a kid because I was like, I don't get this, but I understand that it's supposed to be funny so i'll do some research yeah right and so that's how i found out about it was zoltan's joke about shots that like and i was like what and then abby tells a joke about whiskey dick and i'm like so what's a, a what kind of dick now? <laughs> what, uh, just <laughs> pulled out my phone and like okay google <laughs> what is a whiskey dick <laughs> but anyway i've had I, I never thought any of this was weird until all these women made me feel weird about it because I was like, so I don't come from what I know about sex. They don't ever come either. Yeah. This will, this will put, this is going to put me on the same level as them. Won't that be exciting? And in, so instead I felt for a long time, like I was evening, uh, like the scoreboard out. Like I was doing my part where, cause I was, uh, I was going down on a lot of women and having a lot right. of fun. And I, I was, uh, making women come a lot and it felt amazing jessa oh my god just like i only ever made my wife come like twice and uh and like it's just such a great feeling when you uh, this one this woman jessa her body her entire body shook every time she came and like every time she came she would get like a little bit weaker and like whimper a little bit more and it was amazing but then i wouldn't come right right which i didn't care about Right. I had fun. I was like, this was great. Like I like I explained before, like I get to a part where it feels like I'm about to come. So like I get almost everything. I get almost yeah. the whole experience. There's the, the little great part at the end that I don't get. But I believe the joy is in the journey. I feel like if you're just having sex to come, then uh, just, do just do that at home. Just do that. I don't so, come. That's either. so weird. That's so weird. But these women were like, would be upset with me. That I wouldn't come. They would make comments to me. They would make me feel weird about it. And I didn't like that because I was like, I feel fine. I don't like being made to feel insecure about something where I'm like, I don't think that there's. Uh, I can't. <laughs> so I'm a sweet, I'm a sweet little guy, right? I, especially in the beginning, I was having sex so that I could snuggle afterwards. Like I want, oh. I want to just snuggle and fall asleep next to someone because I can't fall asleep anymore ever since my wife left, right? So after a show, a, a, a woman comes back to my hotel room and like we have sex and uh, uh, it's, uh, it's good. It's, I had fun or whatever. It wasn't very long, but it was, it was good. And then I'm just like, I'm in snuggle mode and I'm just like, you can spay the night here. You know, it's totally fine. You don't have to go home. And uh, she like goes to the bathroom and then comes back out and then says, uh, so do you don't do you not come uh, because you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> you're 
I'm 30. This woman's like early 20s though, and she's like, uh, uh, "Do you not come because you're so old?" And I immediately <laughs> flip the switch where I'm like, "All right, you can get the fuck out, bitch." <laughs> But she's like, I've already extended this invite to her, and she is taking her her sweet time. Get, she's just like, she wants to keep talking, and I am done. I'm done, and I keep and like, I feel like she's like, tr- she's probably a little hurt now that I'm like, I want her to leave, and she's trying to convince. Like, she's like, maybe if I just take my time and then act cute with him or something, it, he'll change his mind or something. But I there was. That that kind of shit just makes me more obstinate. Yeah. Um, so she's like laying on the bed. She's like laying on her back and her head's on me. And she's just talking about like, oh, my God, why is, I have to get up early for work tomorrow. Oh, man. And oh, and she probably she thinks she starts complimenting me and like, oh, you're so you're so hot. And I and I uh, got up off of the bed and I picked up her shoes and I started putting her <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> onto her feet because her feet are just like sticking off the end of the bed and so i just put i start tying her shoes for her and at this point she gets offended she says she says i can she was like she said something like what are you doing and i was like and i was like i'm just helping you you said that you need to you know you got to wake up i'm just helping you get ready to go she's like i can put on my own shoes and then i said prove it And this is the, this is zero or 100 Aaron. <laughs> I just am like, I was so ready to just spend the night with her and have someone in my bed. But then like, like why you got to make such a big, I don't think it's a big deal that I don't come. But now, uh, like, and also I just felt like, listen, I've come a lot in my life. Like I, I don't, I just, I always felt like this is temporary. We have gotten to a point now where I'm getting pretty sick of it. Where I'm yeah. like, God damn it, when's it? But I have always felt like this is temporary. I've come a ton in my life. I don't have to cut. Like it's not a big deal. But women make me feel weird about it. Yeah, I don't like it. They because well, they'll make it feel like it's about them. But I tell them like it's it's not about you. You I tell even, do you I tell s- women up front. I do. Well, no, well, like uh, up. How upfront kind of? Well, depends. I don't mean like, hey, my name's yeah, <laughs> my name's Sarah. Are, I, I just, don't come. I mean, sometimes I tell them before we even get to sex, right? But other times it's just like, like we're we're having sex, and I'll be like, hey, by the way, I don't come. <laughs> uh, and then sometimes, sometimes I don't tell them. Uh, like it just slips my mind. Like I just don't want to. I feel like it's dumb. Anyway, so we will get to a point where like I could tell that she's just like tired or whatever. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, we can stop now. She's like, oh no, we can. It's f- I'm fine. And I'm like, I don't come. It's all right. And, and she's like, oh, thank God. Oh. I have just never. Uh, I don't think it's like I get it. Yeah, I think we're almost done. But I just, I just, you know how many dudes if they couldn't come just wouldn't fuck. Why? No, they would. Why would you no. not? No. Why would you, if you can't have so one many thing, people you would think, deny yourself of another thing. That's... So many people think, so many dudes, are you kidding me, are there f- for the nut. That's why they're bad at sex. But there's joy in the journey. I did. It's all... almost sad and disappointing after you, like I almost. <laughs> Maybe it's because I never got to watch anyone like nut in porn. Like growing, like was I, <laughs> as I was forming my sexual identity, I was just seeing boobs and going, okay. 
And so like, I'm just excited to see boobs. And I'm like, hey, that's great. And for me, like coming is like this cherry on top uh, that uh, <laughs> that like if, if you get it, then it's great. Then it's great. So I- I'm back. I'm back uh, in the uh, single life mm. where I'm mm-hmm. uh, kind of re- – because I've been – yeah monogamous i've we've had like an open marriage on and off but like i've basically been you've never used i just never never i'm like yeah um so i'm finding out uh what i like now as an adult Mm -hmm. and uh i think i'm still pretty close to i need things to be uh i need there to be some type of movie playing i don't think i mean i didn't like that guy but physical attraction isn't enough for me. Like physical attraction and sexual attraction are completely separate for me. And I think that's probably somewhat because I'm uh, true for a lot of women. But I can think you're like a smoke show to look at. But there's there's like uh, for me to want to have sex with you. It's a whole different except for with women. So I'm far more attracted to women than Mm. than men so i'm kind of focusing but so on tinder though i changed my settings or i didn't do this as something and just found out about these all these young dudes like i think they secretly want to fuck their moms yeah well i of course they do of course they would have fucked their moms. So right. I think I do remember when I, I was I also young. want to go on the record with saying that I said that first day when you set up a Tinder, do not use age limits. I was like, you should set your age from whatever to 100. And uh, so, uh, so I didn't. I thought you meant older. So I didn't set it. I just assume nobody that's 25 wants to fuck a 40-year-old. Like, yeah. So I just I set it at 30 to, and I didn't set an older one. I thought you were talking about older. Because that's what you were talking about. Yeah. And then, uh, and listen, but did you hear this? I was talking about how I yeah. fucking, you know, like I want to find 40 year old women on Tinder. I never have though. Really? I have, I have never, uh, found a mommy on Tinder. Uh, really? I know. And I'm super jealous of all these dudes that you keep matching with, uh, oh God, they're in LA. so hot. And, and it's, uh, something I didn't know I was into, and uh, I love it. Mm. Well, I uh, when did it start for me? Um, let, why don't we do uh, mommy fetishes in part two? We All actually, right. we actually will uh, talk on the next on the next episode because we'll just keep recording. But we yeah. go to, we'll stop it and we'll we'll get into mommy fetish and more porn stuff. Uh, in sex part two, I just really quickly want to say that I said uh, the serialized uh, Buffy was on UPN when I meant <laughs> when I meant Fuck off. when I meant to say syndicated, syndicated. Okay, good because I was like because this must be some nerd speak so. because I I and it still might not be true. Syndicated might still have just been on the WB. I just wanted everyone to know that I knew the difference. <laughs> Like I knew that Buffy already was serialized. Like I just, I just said the wrong word. All right, and I recognized it immediately. Uh. And I thought it'll be funnier if I bring it up at the very end. <laughs> hey, that's it. Tune in for part two later. If you put a Mormon and a Methodist together, this is what they sound like. Aaron would.
Because Lowe's makes it easy to save big on building materials to finish any job. Need to stock up on water heaters? Save 5% on select A.O. Smith water heaters when you buy three or more of the same model. Plus, save 5% on eligible purchases every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. While supplies last, credit offer subject to credit approval can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply, U.S. only. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com apply. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.